Oh my god, why did we get glass glasses? Okay, I need to get some new champagne. Oh my god. Hi everybody. Two bottles in on a budget. <laughs> what the hell was that? I know, sorry, oh they're plastic glasses. Le- oh, oh I feel me. ashamed. Oh. Well, episode 10's got off to a good start already. <laughs> well, welcome to Two Bottles In. We can't afford glass. Oh my god. God, we could have clanged the bottles together. We do have two, we, but yeah. one of them is in a call bag. So, anyway, <laughs> welcome, everybody, to Two Bottles In, episode... Ten! ten. We're in double digits! Oh, my God, how exciting. Oh. And mm. our first episode of 2018. <gasps> yes! Oh, Happy yeah. New Year! Happy New Year! Clunk! Clunk. Should, we do it? Should we do it for it? Clunk! Clunk! <laughs> Good old clunk there. Yeah, couple excellent. of clunkers. So, <clears throat> well, happy New Year, everybody! I mean, absolutely amazing. Yeah. How was your? What did you do for New Year, Vix? Uh, I was with you, Philip. Oh yeah, okay. I can't remember. <laughs> I was going to say you. Obviously, we've had this discussion that you can't quite remember New Year, but uh, which yeah. is the point? Yes, we it's did have a good point. one though. It was quite fun. We did. Yeah. yeah. House party. Yeah. Old school. House party. There was not that many of us, so it was good. It was an intimate gathering. Yeah, and the most important thing, nobody kicked my door in. No one smashed your doors in. Yep, Lawrence was very well behaved. Well done him. So yay. (laughs) No, it was lovely. It was lovely because I don't think either of us are huge fans of New Year. (laughs) In terms of like going out. Oh going out, yeah. No. I'm a proper northerner so, and like a house party. House party. Yeah, yeah. Lots of Prosecco. Loads of Prosecco. We went through so many bottles. So many bottles. And then our lovely friend Lauren and her friend Lizzie, they brought two Magnums. Who doesn't love a Magnum? I know. I know, but well, I was very impressed. So yeah. I was like, size queens. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, mm, I'm a size queen And too. And we were drinking, I don't know if you can remember this, Philip, but we were drinking the Prosecco with one of the items that was on our Christmas list. <gasps> were we <laughs> that one know. that one yeah we actually were using the um, the poppable powder the peach powder that you put in to make the Prosecco oh. all glamorously like shimmery oh, shimmery yes yeah. no I do remember that yeah so that was very good and it's uh, highly recommended I would uh, totally recommend it to everybody so what are we before we start what are we drinking tonight thanks well that's a very good question <laughs> I do not know the answer you do not know because it was my turn to buy so okay <clears throat> today tonight <coughs> yeah just clearing my throat <laughs> that's what I was doing uh, it's called 789 and Ooh. it's a Prosecco by Mondelli Mondelli and mm. it's on offer in, te- in Sainsbury's oh god nearly Sainsbury's for £7 reduced seven from like pounds. yeah reduced from 10 I think it is at the moment so and I, I think it's quite nice it's, it's lovely yeah it's quite citrusy £7 for a bottle of Prosecco I know bargain don't you love it can't yeah. go wrong can you yeah, I think we do need to start like taking it up a notch because we do go for the bargain, the bargain stuff um well Boken Britain we need to like deal with what people deal with what's real you know yeah, you're right you're right like ugh that Prosecco we had last time mm. that was not supposed to give you a hangover oh. 
What a load of bullshit they that was. They lie. Oh, they lie. Yeah, that organic stuff. It was really nice though. I really enjoyed it. Was it was lovely. But, but ugh. ugh seriously. So, Morning after. Awful. <laughs> Anyway, cheers. <laughs> so, anyway, okay, on to 2018. So, Pip and I have been discussing the podcast, and obviously we told you last episode that we were going to kind of shake things up a bit. We, yeah. A change of format. A change of format. Yeah. So, um, new year, new start, new format. So, mm. one of the things that we're going to do is introduce a theme each episode. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. Theme. So a couple of the regulars are going to be retired. Boo. I know. No more Tinderella. Well, Tinderella was dead. Yes. Well, Tinderella did, yes, obviously was put to bed a couple of months ago because obviously I am now with the lovely Lawrence. And um, Room 101. Room 101. We were just running our stuff. I couldn't think well, of anything. Well, I mean, ugh. And you were moaning at me every time anyway. I just, you know. Because <laughs> every time I just want to go, just get rid of stupid people. <laughs> And that's not going to happen. There's always going to be stupid people. There's always... We're going to have to accept there's always going to be stupid people. So, Rumor One is dead to us. Yes. So long, farewell. So, we are just going to go with a theme, and then towards the end of the podcast, we're just going to give you updates on things that you need to know. Essential. Essential life stuff. So, okay. So, this, this episode's theme... We've decided to take topics that mean something to everybody and everybody's been through them and everybody knows about them and mm. we want to kind of discuss them and, and we want to hopefully hear from you about them as well. Yeah. So And we want to break it down for a motherfucker. Well, we want yes, to wow, just we're break it okay, down yeah. <laughs> for a motherfucker. Okay, so, so this week's theme, this episode's theme is how to get over your why are we talking about that, Vix? <laughs> well, I tell you, Philip. Okay, you tell I'm me. I'm going to tell you. Uh, that is because, obviously, I'm with the lovely Lawrence now. However, two years ago, two and a half years ago, yeah, two and a half years ago now, um, I went through a pretty big breakup of uh, a seven-year relationship, and it was quite possibly one of the toughest things I've ever had to do. And also... Also, Philip has a little bit of news. Recent experience. <laughs> so, regular listeners to the podcast will know that we started this podcast and Vix was single. Yep. yep. And I was not. Yep. And oh, how the tables <laughs> have turned. Yeah. So, I... Sadly. Am... A single gay man now. You are of this of this month. I was are. in the last podcast, and I was kind of in the podcast before that. But hey, these things take time to deal with. Yep. But new year, new me. Mhm. So yeah, so entering two thousand eighteen as a single gay man. And we thought that was important to talk about. We thought it was something that well, both of us have been through. Uh, Philip's going through it it's and we want to talk about it because everybody's been through it and it is it's bloody tough like you know a lot of people think that they've just got to get on with it and they've just got to get through it and 
that's not the case. It no. really isn't. It's it's you're actually grieving about something. It's a loss. It's yeah. a loss. Yeah, you're grieving. Um, so me and my boyfriend Tom broke up at the end of November last year, and we've been together for three and a half years, which in gay years, oh my god, in gay years, um, ten years, about ten years, <laughs> um, and it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. No, it wasn't um, nice. It yeah. was. It was my decision, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make it any less heartbreaking. No, God no. And um, so yeah, I'm still dealing with it. Still processing things. Trying to figure it out. So it's tough. So from from your perspective, Pip, like because obviously you know you're going through it at the moment. I've I've been through it, so I kind of I you know I I get how. To, tough it is um <clears throat> right now like it, where where are you at are you at the point where you know the 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 grieving has started to ease or are you still sort of in that zone of kind of i'm not sure i'm i'm i don't know where i am still i don't know who i am i'm still kind of finding my feet as a single person versus being in a relationship or i think it's really weird because you can kind of go oh i'm okay and then there are some days where you just go, ugh. Yeah. Because it's very weird. It's a very weird dialogue mm. to just even say that you're single again or to speak about the person in the past tense. Yeah. And there wasn't much of a gap between um, starting my relationship with my most recent ex and the ex before yes. that. Yeah, that's so true. So I've not really been properly single for five years. Yeah. So just the thought of, you know, going back on the apps and doing all that kind of stuff, it's it's a whole new world because I was on the apps years ago. But they're so different now. But they're so different now. This Tinder, Tinder <clears throat> did not exist. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's... It's... I don't know, you take every day as it comes and there are some days where you feel amazing and you feel fabulous and then there are some days where you just wish you were back with your ex because you miss so much about what that was about and it's it's really tricky to find that balance of, you know... um, We're, like, me and my ex have said that we're going to be friends and we will be completely but that's a whole other navigation but that's the thing like you've actually got where i mean you know that that's the difference between you and i and the fact that me and my ex like we split and that was it that was yeah that was very it was very very it was a horrible split yeah it was it was was very painful and it was very like i didn't know it was coming it came out the blue and it was it was one of I I would say it's one of the quite possibly the hardest things I've ever had to go through. Yeah. And the realization that you are single, like you were saying, and also kind of you have this double edged sword, like you were saying, that like some days you're fine because you're like, yeah, I'm 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 on my own, and I you know I need to know who I am, and I need to learn who I am. But then there's those days where, and I don't want to take away from what you're saying about sort of the the comfort of being in a relationship, but like. There's the, I'm fine, I'm on my own, I'm good. But then there's the other side of it where you're like, 
I just the residual sort of I want to be with someone. Yeah, and I well, want no, to be it's kind of curled up on the sofa with someone. It's it's I'm young, free, and single, and ready to mingle, which yeah. is difficult to say when you're 41 years old. But it's girl, also, you're, you're as young as the girl, the guy that you can feel. <laughs> but it's young, free, and single, ready to mingle, mm. and then there's the other side that is I'm alone. Yeah, and even though I have amazing friends like yourself and so many other Tales. friends. There are times when you are alone. Yeah, because you, when you, you know, shut that late door at night, at home, yeah. when you're watching The Crown <laughs> and you want someone to cuddle up with to watch The Crown with. Yeah, yeah. And you got a pillow. It's not <laughs> the same. Well, you have pillows and you have your sofa duvet. I have my sofa duvet. Which, which, I've which will in never leave me. Yes. It's a good duvet. Um, I like that duvet. Oh, I love my duvet. Yeah, it's a good duvet. Yeah. So it's been. I don't know. It's been really weird. It's, there's been a lot of wallowing, which I think was necessary. And you have to do that. You have to accept. Oh, you have to wallow. You have and to wallow. if you're feeling guilty about wallowing, wallow. Yeah, just, just wallow. Do it. And tell the world that you don't want to see them for a while. I know. Misery, That's okay. Whoever said misery loves company? Mm-mm. No. No. I wanted to be on my own. I... I was so upset. It was my decision. I was so upset. I took a few days off work. I have the best manager on the planet. And she was like, oh my God, seriously, have some time off. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Because you're not going to be any use yeah. at work. You're just going to sit, you're just crying. When it's like, what's wrong with the database? Nothing. Like, <laughs> you just need time to work out who you are. But also work out what you're going to say because oh, you have been in this people. relationship for so long. Oh, yes. But telling people who will always go, how are you? How's Tom? And then you have to go, oh, God. Yeah. And it's like saying that someone's died when they haven't died. That's the thing. It's grieving. It you're grieving. It's like, it's miserable and then they put their head to the side and go oh no and you're like, no it was my decision it was a heartbreaking decision it's not a decision I wanted to make I didn't want us to break up but circumstances change and this is what had to happen and it's almost like you need to send out a press release oh I, yeah you which know. you did do I did. see I this did. is why you need a person in your life that you can record a podcast with because my dear friend Vix, when we did split up, she picked me up from the train station like a trooper, had Prosecco on ice, yeah, ready, ready to deal with yeah. everything, and then sent a message out to the people that, you know, Our needed circle. to know, yeah, saying circle. this is what's happened, blah. Yeah. Just and so then you know, he's fine. And then I think a few days later, I, I had a complete breakdown. Yeah. And then you came home with oh, yes, loads that, of Prosecco. Was that the 4 am That was a 4 a.m. Yeah, breakdown. I have to say, and as much then, as I was there for you, I... Oh, my God. Night. We had a night. We though, had such a good because night. Because <laughs> Vix had said to me before, I've never seen Madonna live. Mm, and yeah. so she came around with loads of cigarettes and Prosecco. Yeah. And then we literally... I was like... She said, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to watch Madonna. Because Madonna gives me strength 
in times oh of my difficulty. Oh, does she? And so we watched loads of Madonna concerts. We did, back to back. And it was amazing. And, and it It was amazing. And it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. And it turns out it was exactly what Vix needed as Oh my well. God, yeah. And we haven't finished that yet. No, and we've agreed that we are going to do a Madonna night do a Madonna ourselves night. because we have experienced oh. quite possibly the two worst Madonna nights ever. Oh, hello. I'm not going to say where they were, but hello. like... Hello. Yeah, I was like, seriously, that's not what I call Madonna. No, we But we're going to do our own, aren't we? Yeah. And even Lawrence and some of the some of our straight friends have said, yeah, we want to be involved in that. Yeah. She's amazing. I've never so seen good. someone like, so good perform so well. And the thing is, we saw what? I think we worked... We were... I mean, we, we were... I think we saw a while. couple of concerts. We saw about three or four. Oh, really? I think it was three or wow. four. We went I hope it was wallowing. <laughs> But you were, you were speeding up as well. We were forwarding through some of the crap songs. Yeah. But I have to say, the way she reinvented herself every single time. And that's what we need to do. When you break up with someone, you do, it's like going <gasps> through a reinvention. Segue. Don't you think it's like going through yeah. a reinvention? It's like the new era of Pip. I think, I think it's really tough. And mm. I think this happened at the end of November. And I think, I'm still trying to figure out what it is and, and what it means and, and who I am and just being single again at this age is, is very bizarre. But I, when we said we were going to talk about this on the podcast, I said I had a pearl of wisdom. You did, yeah. Which I am going to share with you now. Um, <laughs> Listen so up, people. I hold the record for watching the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> For 25 years. <laughs> and I remember watching this episode where it was an Oprah, it was Dr. Phil, you know, yeah. that Texan guy. And he was dealing with a woman whose daughter had been murdered. Jesus. I know. It's a bit of a dark start yeah, to a promising <laughs> story. <laughs> okay. But her daughter had been murdered. Her daughter was about eight, 17 or 18 years old. Okay. And the woman was saying that she could not get over how her daughter had died. And all she kept focusing on was how the daughter had died. And Dr. Phil, in his wisdom, said, you are doing a massive disservice to your daughter because you are focusing on the one day that she died rather than the 18 years that she lived. And if your daughter could see you now, oh, she would goodness. be so angry with you. And I thought about that the last time I broke up with a boyfriend, which was boyfriend before most recent boyfriend, was you do focus and you get in the doldrums and you wallow on why we split up and it's all awful. That's amazing. Rather yes. than thinking we had, and I can honestly say this, and he may well listen to this podcast, we had three and a half amazing years together. We laughed so much. We yeah. discovered so much about each other. We had an amazing relationship. Of course, it had its difficulties, but we had a great relationship. And mm-hmm. that is what you need to focus on. Because if you focus on the day that you split up, you do a complete disservice to the relationship. And you will never move on from that relationship if you focus on the day that it ended. Because when you go into your next relationship, you will focus on how the next relationship is going to end rather than how it's going to begin. 
Slam! I know. I know. Preach. Preach. <laughs> and that episode of Oprah, so that mother had said after the episode she was going to go home and end her life. She was going to go home and end her life. She was going to talk about her daughter on the Oprah show and she was going to go and end her life. And then Dr. Phil said that to her about how she should celebrate her daughter's life. Yeah. And she said, I never thought about it that way before. God. And that completely changed everything. It's one of Oprah's aha moments in the history of her show. And it's true because you do focus on the negative as human beings. You always do. Yeah, we naturally do. And you should focus on, wow, I had a three and a half year relationship that was amazing. And we laughed and we cried Mm -hmm. and we... Did everything and went on amazing holidays. Why do we focus on the minute that it ended? It doesn't make any sense. Well, I think I think there is a focus point because you need you need to cling on to something. Now, I totally that's amazing what you've just said about the fact that you have to you have to look at appreciate like the length of it rather than the the one day. But you should always appreciate the length of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl! I just fed you that one. And the girl. Yeah, you just fill up your glass. So I'm going to say something to you now. So, oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Here we go. Um, so exciting. So one of the things I got from mine, right, is that one of the things that you do is that when you're in a relationship, you you figure out you're, you're, two, you're two individuals, but you're one entity. Mm. And when that is split apart, yeah. you feel like there's a huge gap in your life, right? Yes. Now... Philip knows this more than anybody. Philip rang me after my breakup and said, you need to listen to RuPaul. Oh, I wonder when that queen would raise it at the end of this podcast. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that everybody has to rush out and listen to RuPaul straight away. But do you know what? I think you need a teacher. You need that guidance. And do you know what? Michelle and Ru, I will always say it, they... But I don't think it has to be them. No, it doesn't have to be them. I'm but, just saying. You know, I agree with that. But you need a guide. You need someone, a guide to tell you and remind you who you are. Mm. And Rue has an amazing quote, which is one of her most famous quotes, is that, you know, you have to love yourself first. How can you love you? How can you <laughs> love somebody else if you don't love yourself? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. But you you have to remember this is the opportunity when you are when that has ended that relationship in your life that period in your life that era in your life has ended. You then are going through a period of reminding yourself who you are, what you stand for, what your values are as an individual. Reminding mm. yourself how incredible you are as a person and how you as one person have two legs and you can stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, and I think he said something else recently. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, oh, am I? Thank you! There, I did. Oh, that was a proper sneeze. That was a proper sneeze. Like you should it. never hold a sneeze back. You went no, to the back I, of I your throat. That, yeah. Carry on. Um, <laughs> it's true. Oh, ooh, I might sneeze again. Um, <laughs> and you! <laughs> sorry. It's because your cats are in here. I know, I'm sorry. Thank um, you. Don't know. He said recently, so Oprah interviewed RuPaul recently. And he 
she asked him a question about what <laughs> he wants most from life. I kicked them out, they're out, they're out, they're out. And or what he wants most from life or what he what people he wants people to remember him for. Yeah. And he said he was gonna be really selfish. And it was about him. He wanted to be remembered for for him and he felt guilty about the fact that it wasn't about somebody else. But Oprah was totally on board with that. Yeah. And I was like, you should be selfish. Selfish is not a bad word. No. Selfish in the right context is... You the have way to she remember all, to be selfish. We should all be selfish. Because the more selfish we are, the more we can serve other people. Because but you have, you to, have to sort to yourself out. Yourself. Yes, you have to remember to serve yourself before you can serve other people. That's one of the things, I mean, you know, with what I'm going through at the moment, like with the breakdown and everything, like that's one of the things that I'm really learning at the moment is the fact that I'm very self-sacrificing. And you are, you are a giver. Yeah, and as much as that sounds like a good thing, it's actually a really bad thing. Well, you way. have to make sure it's on your own terms. And it's a balance though, but it's a balance between appreciating yourself and you what you deserve. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You now I stick up for myself a bit more. Yeah. You know, it's, it used to be more about other people, whereas now, like, I do stick up for myself a bit more. And, you know, but it takes time. And I think sort of, like, getting over your ex takes time. And it could take three days or it could take three months or it could take three years. Don't try and judge yourself on the amount of time that it's taking. You have to no. process it in the way that you need it to happen. You know? Yeah, and I think, you know... You learn some really valuable lessons, I think, through breaking up with someone. Well, I'm so not accustomed to it, so it's... Um, I mean, we're going to stay friends. Mm. Because we went through so much together, and I introduced him to RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So mm. he ain't getting away that easily. Um, yeah. But also, it's about learning how to be you again. And I think, and I think the weird thing is that, you know, I don't know how to be me again. I have to work that out. And I don't know how that's going to turn out. We'll see. But I'm very lucky to have friends in my life that will support me, but also give me the time to deal with that. Because I don't know how that's going to happen. I think the people... Um, who, like, yeah, like, like we, we are here for you, like, what you're going through at the moment. And what people need to realise, I, I mean, from what I've learned, is that don't just jump straight back on the apps just for dating and finding someone else that you have to be relationship, you know, centric again. Like, it's not about that. It's about finding what you want. And, you know, I was single for what? Two, I don't, so two you, don't have to, you don't have to rush to find out what you want in like a second no right. remind yourself who your family are who your friends are what you enjoy doing by yourself because then you've no, got stuff to talk about on dates that's well. the thing it takes ages to kind of realise in a lot of way that you have been quite a shit person for quite a while well, well, you've well lost, where are we you've, going? you've lost touch with people <laughs> oh I you've see lost okay alright I was a bit worried where and you going need to, there's some bridges that you need to build and you need to work out how to be single again and how to go out again and how to, you know, 
just be yeah. be you again. It's very it's a very strange um, shift in existence. I totally agree, and that's what for the last two and a half years since I split up with my ex, like that's what I've done. I may have partied a little too hard. Not gonna lie. Hello. <laughs> Saying I was out like six nights a week. But that's what I needed to do, and that was the way I did it. So I, I have no regrets. And you had fun. I had so, you much, had so fun. much fun. And I reconnected with all my friends properly. Because obviously we've been yeah. friends for like nearly 10 years. I think that's what I need but I think that's what I need. Yeah. It, 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 I'm not saying that I we... I think I need to, to go out dancing. Oh my God, we should go out dancing. Oh, we should go out dancing. <gasps> we should. Where should we go? We could... Okay, well, let's oh, think about that. so many places. But yeah, there's so many places that we could do. But yeah, no, totally. We should totally do that. We should go out dancing. We, Forget your boyfriend. Let's go out dancing. <laughs> it's all right. He'll, he'll come pick us up. He'll come pick us up. He'll come out dancing. He'll, he'll be probably, DJing. I was going to say, he'll be DJing. <laughs> but I think... I mean, can you remember when we were younger? Like, when we used to go oh, out... Oh, we went out all the we time. We were out every weekend. Oh, all weekend. And it was... You know what? I was... It was so much fun. And we used to do that, like, with a carefree you attitude. You what weekends and... were for. Yeah. But I think when you get older, it's... And now, weekends are for watching The Crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's, that's your weekend. One, no, more, on. one more episode before bed. <laughs> yeah, but hold I mean, on. I you do work on a weekend it. now. This has I slightly changed. some weekends, but then other weekends I'm not working. Mm, mm. I could totally go out. Yeah, we should do that. I could totally go out and not be like, it's 11 o'clock, one more, one more episode. <laughs> And they're like, are you still watching The Crown? Oh, I know. I hate that are when Netflix still... does that to you. What? I'm like, it's so passive aggressive. Yes, bitch. I am. <laughs> oh, why are you so just I know, it makes you feel so bad. Are you know, we watched it for that long. I mean, it's the episodes long. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that happened. That happened, but it's it's all good. And it's all good. We are still in touch. Yeah. We are still friends. We'll see what happens. I thoroughly believe people come into your life for a reason and you learn stuff. I know. Um, I've just totally quoted Wicked, but whatever. And, you know, that is, I think, really important that you learn something. People come into your life for a reason to learn something. Yeah, it's not mistakes, it's learning points. Exactly. And every time you move forward, you learn something. You know, every time you you have a nasty breakup or a good breakup or an easy breakup or you're with someone for six dates, six years, whatever. You know, you learn something that you can take into the next relationship which reminds you who you are and how you should be part of this relationship. Yeah. And it's 50-50. And I think, yeah, and you learn how to go forward and not make the same... Oh, I just said there's no mistakes. But, you know, you learn more about yourself and how you're going to handle the and next relationship. And that's the most important thing, learning about yourself. And it's like you put on different... Bits of armour. Yes. Oh my god, that's such a good way of saying it. You put on different bits of armour to go into the next (laughs) battle. To go into the next battle. But it kind of is. It is. It's kind of right. These are things. You've got to join a new army. These are things that I will cope with. These are things that I won't cope with. And at the age of forty-one, honey, there's certain things that I won't cope with anymore. But you learn so much more when you're older. I think, like. Yeah. You know, when I when I broke up with my ex versus like you know an ex maybe when I was in my mid twenties, so different. Yeah, and I think you know, 
It's so different. Life is there to teach you. And you have to be ready to take on the lessons and see what happens. It's all very open. Yes. Yeah, all so, very open. So I guess the thing is... Speak it out. Yeah, so although we have put Tinderella to bed, you know, the, the fact that these kind yeah. of Can we just say... Grinderella is not going <laughs> to happen. I am not going to be going no. through date by date thing. <laughs> that was just me. That was my. That was my. That's thing. not happening. But I think the thing is, though, is that you you're going to take some time for you. I as everybody am. has said to you. I'm going to go away a lot this year. Yeah. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to Finland. I'm going to go to Gran Canaria. I'm going to go to Sitges. I'm going to go away somewhere else. I'm going to just. Make the most of this year. Do you year. know, I heard that Copenhagen is quite a good place for gay people. Maybe you should go there. Oh, okay. I just, well, I, let's, yeah, I heard well, that. I'll go in Copenhagen. Yeah, I don't know where I heard that from. I may have been drunk at the time and it may have been something I heard. Well. I swear I did hear that. And, you know, maybe, maybe, you don't know. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Now let's go to Lisbon and see Madonna. Oh, yeah. And Eurovision. Oh, and that as well. <laughs> Not that you like Eurovision. I love Eurovision. Yeah, that's where the um, sexuality is well. You don't like your Although, vision. speaking of Lisbon, which is where Madonna lives now, she yes. announced today that she's working on new music on I Instagram. Did see that. Today. God, and Kylie, they're all coming out. Thank God, they're all 2018. Saying that yeah, album's brand new. I saw Kylie was releasing her like set- single on Friday. Yeah, and she's done a new album. Golden. Yeah. Which is like. A red right to a ball for gay men because <laughs> you know, we're so already funny. for Kylie Golden Shower. Well, well, I, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> anyway, so okay, so so I think sort of a good a good segue here. A good segue. We have been talking about Oprah. Well, well, yeah, and empowering women. So it, empowering you know, one women. of the one of the things that you know, getting over your ex is that you you should feel empowered about who you are, what you are, and what your values are. Times up. And who is one of the most inspiring women we love and know? Well, not know. We wish we knew. Sue Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> it's Miss I Dame. Oh, she's that stupid woman from uh, Heidi High with oh, the big glasses. Hi, I do know. She was on through the key okay, last week. So, well, um, she? Oh, yeah, she was. Mm. See? Um, so, Oprah. One of the most empowering women on the planet is Oprah Winfrey. Oh. And Oprah Winfrey, last weekend, mm-hmm. did her presidential campaign speech at the Golden Globes. <laughs> It was her presidential campaign oh, speech. She was Anyone that says it wasn't is lying. I got I got goosebumps. I actually got so goosebumps. So I have a bit of an issue because I don't see how lots of women wearing black dresses is going to combat anything. Mm. But I thought that her speech at the Golden Globes was so amazing. Oh, it well was. timed, well said. Yep. I mean, for a start, she was the first black woman to yes, win to the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yep. And the second black person, I think, after Sidney Poitier, which she mentioned in her speech. But then she went on. There had been speeches during the night that had talked about the Time's Up campaign. 
mm-hmm. talked about the bizarre extravaganza that has been Hollywood in the last year. Mm. But you need President Oprah Winfrey <laughs> to get on that I stage and do that speech. I mean, I'm sorry. That was her campaign launch speech. Yeah. That and, was and, her And if you haven't seen it, uh, uh, or you haven't heard it... If you it, haven't seen it, then stop listening to this podcast <laughs> right now. You're not my kind of people. No, no, hold on, hold on. We, we actually did... I can't remember which... Was it on Facebook or Twitter? We did actually... We, we, we posted... You can go on YouTube. It's this new website. It's called The YouTube. Go and watch <laughs> the, the speech. It's the most watched speech ever. It's amazing. She... Oh, it oh was my incredible. God. Yes. It's incredible. Yeah, just Google it. It'll come up. It'll be it'll be the top of the research. Meryl Streep could not have done that speech. No. No one could have done that speech. That no. was an Oprah no. speech. It was and amazing. Everyone in that room, men, women, They were all mesmerised, weren't were they? all mesmerised because she is the voice of reason in America right now. When you have a crazy man in charge mm-hmm. you want someone who is a black woman who is completely in control yeah who has brought different communities together through her talk show yeah who has been an ambassador for raising money and being a philanthropist and she's got to no judgment no discrimination the mood of the room and say everything that needed to be said by every woman in that room and she nailed it and did a speech that only Oprah Winfrey could do it was astoundingly good I was blown away she is really a voice that so many people can cling on to and and considering she does have she has got a um I think a lot of people kind of look at Oprah sometimes and think oh she's too religious I don't you know she preaches on that She's concept. not religious though that's the thing she will But she, she does she talk is, about it She's a religious woman but she will not um um downgrade people who do not you know do not believe in God Yeah 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 She would like as long as you're spiritual you can be spiritual But you can believe Sat on the tube yeah. you can be spiritual doing this thing as long as you take time out for yourself and you mm-hmm. w- like somehow worship the world around you and understand that there is something greater than you that is kind of controlling everything mm-hmm. which I do believe there is yeah and there's a power I, somewhere it's not about believing in God it's about taking time out to just get a hold of everything and that's what she's about She's not a she's not a a, a Bible bashing God worshiping no. woman. She is take time out for you, get to grips with you, live your own true self, and be what, the best person that you can be. And when she so when you know yesterday when th- those videos came out on YouTube from her and Rue, yeah, she interviewed RuPaul, and that came out really strongly. Yeah. In those clips that came out, obviously we're dying to see the full thing, but in those clips that um, she released on YouTube, you can really get that from her that she, it's all about sort of like your inner strength and your power from within. And, you know, that's what she was asking Rue about, you know, how um, she, you know, what she feels drag is doing for the world and, 
you know, yeah. how Rue found the inner strength to be. No, I think it's just amazing that she's interviewed him. But it was just... I think that's but it was so... Coming. It was so coming, though, wasn't it? I mean, because the last time she interviewed him was, what, 1995? She did a thing with him about... She had this thing on her show called Where Are They Now? Right. Which was about people that were famous in the 90s, and one of them was RuPaul. Yeah. And I think this was before Drag Race. So it was more about just him, like, going about his daily life. He was like, well... I was a drag queen and I, I did that and okay. blah, 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 blah. But now that Drag Race has been such a huge success, mm-hmm. and I think she's probably, I don't think she's witnessed it, I think an assistant, possibly a gay one, has said, this show is actually more about spirituality and yeah. people's journeys than drag. And she's watched it and she opens the interview by going, I knew you were my kind of human being. When you said, we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Oh, yes. Such a good And one. then they open up here. I've read the transcript of the whole interview. And it's all very um, open and honest and true and reflective and not religious. Yeah. Which I love because I'm not religious. So it was about being your true self and presenting yourself to the world and being extravagant extravagant but and being, being flamboyant you. but also being you. Yeah. And what comes across with the whole interview is that they are two of the same people. Yeah, I really got that, that that's one of the things I've really found. That the best thing it. is to sort themselves out mm-hmm. and become one with themselves. And once they've done that, then they can sort everybody else out, which is what RuPaul <laughs> has done with the drag queens on his show, yeah, and what yeah. Oprah has done with um, she, the population she needs to do of with, the world. She needs to become president so she can sort out America. So, it's good. so yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, like pres- so, president, vice president. But this is where it just shows again, like when people ask me as a straight woman, why do you like drag so much? I'm really slurring. I've just noticed I'm really slurring. Am I slurring? It makes a change for me slurring. <laughs> I am quite drunk. All right, anyway. Um, but <laughs> one of the things why I love the, the you know RuPaul's Drag Race is because it's all about these... They go through a journey every season. You know, they go through a journey. Like, Bianca went through hers, which was most significant, I think, for me, was because... You saw this one who was very... Cl- you know, Bianca was very closed off at the beginning. She was very mm. hateful. But also very... I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then by the <laughs> end, she was so open. But she was closed off to everybody else. Yeah. yeah and she was very defensive. And that's and that was her thing. That's how she got through it. But then when these girls came in and she realised that there was other people out there who either had the same values or the same motivations or the same experiences or, or you know, things as her, then she had a group of people that she could rely on. Yeah. And she changed. And it. a mother as well. Yes. Yes, that's so true. And I think, you know... It's you. It takes a. It takes somebody with guts to kind of be like, well, I'm doing my own thing. I don't need to do anybody else's thing. And then see other people struggling and realize, oh, that was me twenty years ago. Yeah, and she appreciated. I don't fight against. I them, actually help need them. to help them out. Yeah. Because if I don't help them out, then who? Who the fuck is going to follow me? And it's a big thing. Like, I think... It's a huge thing. And you know, Bianca, you know, it's... You know, she's a huge drug queen to come out of RuPaul's Drug Race. 
No question. But sometimes you have to choke yourself before you wet yourself. And <laughs> don't you s- choke. Because <laughs> Did you say wet yourself? Wreck oh. yourself. <laughs> choke yourself. Well, oh my, well, we all get to that age. <laughs> choke yourself before you wet yourself. No, I'm probably watching those daytime adverts. I was like, this is the Golden Girls. (laughs) Oh no, have you seen those adverts on daytime TV? Oh my god, guys, you won't believe it. I found the perfect panties. (laughs) No one can tell that I'm pissing myself. I am pissing myself. There is not an advert that does that. have you not been watching daytime TV or the stuff you've been on? Are you joking? Yeah, like, they are slim, they are fabulous, and I'm pissing myself the whole time. Okay, oh, alright. Oh my god. Oh, I can't and they've got like okay. flowers on them as well, it's absolutely. Well, yeah, apparently because no, that's you what check like. Yourself <laughs> before you wreck. Okay, I'll bring myself yourself. Okay. Yes. Check up from the neck before up. Before you wet yourself, yeah. <laughs> before you wet yourself. <laughs> If I wear myself, no. Okay, I can't. Oh, that's so awful. Okay, all right, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. So, bring it, I, I didn't <laughs> set anything off to bring anything back. No, but, so what, what? RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. The, the the girls do go through a hell of a lot of emotional trauma. The roller coaster that they're on is insane, and we're all they're all kind of doing the heightened of what we're doing. You know, because life is life is. We're saying life is. <laughs> life, stop it! Because I'm going to laugh again. But life is a roller coaster. Thank you, Ronan. <laughs> did you did you spit your kick out? Don't fire! <laughs> oh my gosh! Nobody. I can't is. believe you quoted Ronan. I know King. who does that. Oh, you. I know. Next thing so, will be Backstreet Boys. What we should wear? We should wear. We went no, to I'm saying how. I know we went to RuPaul, but I'm just saying how the girls on RuPaul how they have to go through an emotional they roller coaster. They have to go through a mince meter of. They have to do Emotions. everything, and, and the pressure crazy. is huge. The pressure is huge. We are leading up to a segue now, <laughs> and the pre- the the pressure. I'll do this because Fix is um, trying out her new piss yourself panties. And the pressure can sometimes be so huge. And this week, um, season seven drag queen Katya Zabarabarova made a statement on Instagram saying that she was going to take a break from drag. Yes to look after her mental health. Because I think the thing is, with RuPaul's Drag Race, is that once you leave the show, you are running as fast as you can. And you cannot stop. You have to work. Because you have to make money. You have to you make money. You have to keep money. going, yeah. You have because to have you have no idea when it's going to stop. Yeah. And she made a statement on Instagram, all in French. God bless her. Yes, I did see that, yeah. Um, saying that she was going to, just going to take a break to look after her mental health because she was suffering. She's had a long history of mental health problems and drug addiction and alcoholism. And she said, I'm just going to take a break. And Vix wanted to talk about this tonight. I mean, she's too busy pissing in her own pantry <laughs> and trying to open a bottle of Prosecco I know. that well, I look, am covering just... this. <laughs> should we just do well. this for Katya? Okay. Are you... 
Oh, yeah, because that's what an alcoholic needs to hear. <laughs> oh, it's really fizzy. It's really fizzy. Oh, it's That's really up. like that awful... <gasps> oh, 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 oh. It's like a dog's... Why is it doing that? It's like a dog's lipstick. It's like... <laughs> Don't call it a lipstick! That's what you... Oh, no, I'm going to put it on the floor. It's going to spill. Okay. But anyway. yes, no, no. I oh. thought... <laughs> But what Katia did, I think, was incredibly brave. She came out and was totally open, honest, and I salute her because she was opening up the conversation of mental health and how important it is for people to take time. And she has a huge amount of followers as well. She's amazing, yeah. No one talks about mental health. No one does, exactly. And, can I say, for the record, even Ooh. though we're talking about Katia like she's a woman, she's actually a gay man. Yes, sorry. and yes. apologies, yeah, and also a man. Mm-hmm. And men do not talk about their mental health enough, yeah, at all. Man flu, I've probably said this before. I yes, will say it again. <laughs> man flu should be banned from people's vocabulary. It deters men from going to seek medical advice. It's disgusting. The number one cause of death in young men is suicide. It needs to stop. And what Katia has done is open that dialogue about mental health. Yeah. Which is very, very important. Yeah, I agree. And so I hope she takes a break. She deserves one. And she takes time for her. And, she and then she will come back and she will be harder, stronger, wiser, faster. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. So here's to Katia. Here's Katia. Ready? Clang. <laughs> Clank. Plastic glasses. I am going to make a recommendation for the next podcast. Oh. Glass, please. Oh, I know. I am going I'm to buy I'm sorry, something. but I'm not clanking. Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm it's just clanking. because. Oh, I'm, I'm getting. I'm not clanking. I know it's not clanking. It's not good. We need to get proper glasses, but it's just because we've got down to the plastic ones because all the glass ones have been smashed. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> that's not me. I've never smashed a glass. In my life. In my life. Shut up. Never You've a never smashed a glass. I would never smash a glass. I seem to remember one in Manchester. One in Manchester? I remember we... being with you in Manchester. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no. no. Yes! Not podcast-wise. Oh. I have not smashed <sighs> a glass post Alright, so yes, I agree. I will get flutes for the next one, I promise. Proper glass flutes. So... To end, we have to say that um, some of the features of the podcast will remain. Uh, One thing that we need to tell you about, in case you didn't know, in Mm -hmm. case you don't follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, website, Facebook, (laughs) everything, is that the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 3 starts on the well oh. I have new information so it officially starts on the 27th of January at 10pm on Comedy Central yes but the weekend before which is this Saturday 20th of February there is some kind of introduction to the Queens really at com- on Comedy Central I didn't at know 10 that PM. if you set your series link for the drag race, it will record it, no problem. 
Whoa. If it hasn't, set your, set your sights high. The first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 3 is an hour and a half long. <gasps> What's going to happen? Ooh. It's very exciting. That's exciting. So that's exciting. That doesn't sound Set like your shoot. recorders, All-Stars 3, oh. Comedy Central UK. That is happening. And also, I have been working very hard for the last few weeks, with no help from Vicks, on a new venture for Two Bottles in. Oh, You are God. welcome. You are welcome. The sarcasm. I oh my goodness, Philip. I've taken time off work. Shut up. <laughs> I'm exhausted because I've been saving gay men's lives. And when <sighs> I get home, always every night back. I want to watch The Crown. But then <laughs> I have to get down to my laptop. And I have been creating for you a two bottles in website. I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> It has got so many features that I don't know about because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm lying to you, obviously. Vix has been working um, hammer and tong, sometimes tong and hammer, um, on a new website for us. It's yes. very exciting. Two bottles in. Dot I don't co- even know. Dot co. Because oh I've typed it in so many times. Supersin.co.uk and it is astounding. Vix, would you like to explain what <laughs> I have been working on? What you Thank have you. been working on. So what we decided is that we, 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 no, 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 hold on. The conversation was us. We may have been drunk and you may not have remembered it, but it was us. And what we uh-huh. said is that we want to create more than just two bottles in is not just about us, it's about our listeners, it's about the people that believe in what we say and, and the things that we do and the things that we believe in. And what we wanted to create was a, an online lifestyle destination oh. for people like us. So Huff Po for two bottles in. <gasps> oh, so I know, exciting. right? So we have some amazing Clunk. people. Clunk. <laughs> is that our new thing? Clunk. Clunk. <laughs> we just um, So we have an amazing group of people who we are calling affectionately our family. <gasps> yeah. Because we family don't have to uh, blood. It's very important. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah. And we have an amazing group of people who are going to help us with all the articles and posts we're going to be posting regularly there's going to be lots of stuff on there so it's going to be lots of stuff about obviously um my lovely lawrence is going to be doing some djing some mixes and some uh things like that uh philip and i are creating spotify playlists for you to listen to and be inspired by we're going to have some awesome playlists out there for you guys to listen to we have some amazing friends who are specializing in certain topics wine style Lifestyle, yep. fitness, cocktails, gym, restaurant reviews, yoga, massage, wine, prosecco. Yep, all these hundreds of things. We're just Oprah. Oprah. We should do that. We should do that. That'll be me. That'll be me. That would totally be you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But we'll do this, and 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 it's so exciting. And you know, if you want to get involved, then we'd love to have you on board. There is seriously an endless amount of opportunity with this. So. Uh, it is really exciting. We're not quite there yet. We're still tweaking it slightly, but... We are. <laughs> yeah, Philip is being told he has to. I know. <laughs> no, 
but yes no it's really good and I think it's been really good for me because obviously you know I'm still sort of off because of everything that's gone on since my breakdown and it's been really therapeutic for me to be able to get into something that I really believe in and really inspired by so I hope you guys really enjoy it and I hope that you guys really appreciate what we've done and we'd love to hear your feedback on it so there you go there you go that's it till next month I guess thank you so much for listening Um, a happy new year and thank you so much for your comments as well. It's amazing how many people know, message us and tell it's us amazing. how much they enjoy this. <laughs> I just got one today and that someone actually laughed out loud. Yeah, my lovely friend Lexi messaged me today and said that Philip was going on about something, ranting on about something, then he actually well, he actually made her laugh out loud on the tube. Lol, Phil. <laughs> so. But thank you so much for listening. We will be back next month. This is going to be a monthly Yes, we're determined thing. to do it monthly this we year. We will do we're it doing monthly. it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, we will be back next month with loads of gossips about the Oscars. But the Brits, yes. it's award season, Ooh, people. Special. <gasps> but we will be focusing on having one topic a month. And then at the end, we are going to nail you with uh, thoughts on everything. So thank you for listening. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, here's, 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 oh, to, here's to this, here's this year. Here's to a clunk. Here's to ready? Clunk, ready? Clunk. Clunk. <laughs> Bye. Bye.